You're listening to the Teachers Inspire Ireland podcast. Hello, my name is Fergal O'Keefe and you're very welcome to the Teachers Inspire Ireland podcast, which will be brought to you by DCU every Thursday until December. This podcast is hosted by the acclaimed Irish author Louise O'Neill, who has written many best-selling and award-winning books, including Asking For It and After The Silence. So what is the Teachers Inspire initiative? Teachers Inspire is an Ireland-wide initiative brought to you by DCU that seeks to celebrate teachers and to recognise the transformative role they play in our lives and in our communities. We want to hear your personal inspiring stories of that teacher who inspired your imagination, passion, creativity, compassion and courage. Stories can be submitted through the teachersinspire.ie website. We look forward to sharing your inspirational stories every Thursday. A short list of compelling stories will be chosen by a panel after the closing of submissions in November. Over the next few weeks, Louise really looks forward to reading your submissions and every week she will share inspiring stories from you on this podcast. I chat now with Louise about why this project means so much to her. Hello, Louise. It's great to see you. How are you Thank doing? Thank you. I'm good. I'm, I'm actually very excited about this. Um, I, you know, I, I've said this already, but I come from sort of a long line of teachers, which I know you do as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, my mother was a teacher. My aunt was a teacher. Um, my first cousin is training to be a teacher. And my sister is um, a primary school teacher. So there's a lot of teachers in um, my family. And, you know, when I decided I was going to study I went to Trinity to do English and history. And the first thing everyone said to me was, oh, you're going to be a teacher. And it's it's funny, I think because I, because of I was growing up in that environment, I had such respect for teachers and that job and also an understanding of my own limitations <laughs> that even at the age of 18, I was like, no, I think being a teacher is actually like having a vocation. And I really don't think um, that I could do it. Uh, so I have an enormous amount of respect um, for teachers, which is why it's just very exciting to be involved in this project. And just to give you, let you know about myself as well, I've said to you before that I also come from a background of teachers. And it was actually just today I was thinking about it, it actually goes further than I sometimes think. So it was my great grandparents. My great grandmother was a, a headmistress in West Clare in a small primary school. And then my like her daughter, my grandmother, she was a headmistress in school at Templemore. And her husband, who was my grandfather, he was a teacher as well in Templemore oh, wow. in, in the Garda College, taught Irish. And then their kids, my uncle is, is a, a headmaster, a teacher in Wexford. And my auntie was a teacher, English and history in Ennis in County Clare. And now I have a cousin who's a teacher and in-laws. My sister-in-law is a teacher. So I'm surrounded by him as well. <laughs> when you have someone who feels really passionately about their subject or passionately about education, like they can really make whatever that subject is, whether it's science or maths or home economics or English or history, like completely come alive. Um, and I think we've all had teachers where you remember those classes, like you remember those classrooms where it just felt like you weren't just learning something for the sake of it or for an exam or like to learn by rote, that you actually felt like you were learning something because it was interesting or because it was important or because it was worthwhile. Um, and I think that's such a gift to be able to do that. 
And you're right, actually, that, that way it's the passion that comes out yeah. and able to communicate it. Yeah. You know, it's effortless, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's one of those things where, and it's, it is interesting to me in a way that, like, my sister and I have very different jobs. You know, like, I mean, I'm an author and she teaches um, at primary school level, junior, senior infants um, that age. But I, I also think that there's something about both of us that we have chosen jobs that are not just jobs, like, you know, that, that, you know, it's not just something that you do and then walk away from and don't think about that. I think that we've both chosen careers that like are part of who we are. And then in the same way that I think that like writing is so integral to who I am, I think that with teaching, like it, and I, I keep using that word, you know, there's priests in my family as well. And, you know, they would often talk about that idea of a vocation. Um, and I do think with teaching, it is a vocation. And, you know, people make jokes about all the hours and the, you know, the holidays and, you know, all of the, those things. But like, and then you actually say to them, well, would you be able to do this? Like, would you be able to, you know, sit in a classroom with five-year-olds or 18-year-olds or whatever? Um, and and also, I suppose, really understand the importance of your role, that like that you could make a difference in this child's life, you could shape this child's future. Would you be able for that responsibility as well? And I think most of them sort of, <laughs> when you put it like that, they very quickly, I think, realize, oh yeah, maybe maybe I wouldn't be able to, to do this quite as easily as I like to think I would. I always feel that very strongly that everybody has a teacher or two that really shaped them or helped them get through school. Oh my God, absolutely. Like the, I, I suppose I was lucky as well, like when I think of the majority of the teachers that I had, even if there was a personality clash or you know which which always happens you know because that's just life that I always felt that like there was a level of respect there you know from a very young age um uh you know like when I was five six seven you know that it felt like I don't know that going to school felt like a safe place um and that I just loved it um I loved learning and Definitely, like when I think of different teachers that I've had, I mean, the one that I suppose that I come back to time and time again was this English teacher that I had. Um, I had her in for, for fourth year, fifth year, sixth year, so my entire senior cycle. Um, and she was one of these teachers that, it, that the classes were challenging, you know, that she really sort of pushed you. She really wanted people to have an opinion about what we were reading, you know, that it wasn't enough to just you know say oh well I read this in the textbook about Sylvia Plath or I read this about you know John McGowan like you know she really wanted you to sort of form your own opinions um and that felt really empowering and actually it was interesting when I went to university I felt like she had of all my teachers I think she had really prepared me for like what it was going to be like in a, in a university setting where it wasn't just like learn this off by heart and regurgitate it in your leaving search paper that it was really about like arguing your point and having an opinion and being able to back that up and all of those things but like when I was in fourth year she handed me a copy of um The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood um I'd never read um I'd never even heard of Margaret Atwood you know um and she said to me, she said, you know, I think you'll really, I can't, was it, she said, you'll enjoy it or you'll get a lot out of it. I can't remember which. Um, and I went home and I read it in one sitting. And honestly, I remember putting the book down and sort of like looking up and it felt as if the entire world had changed in the however many hours that I had, you know, had been reading the book. And I was growing up in a very small town, um, you know, in the early 2000s, like it wasn't like, you know we didn't really have access to that kind of information and I suppose 
those kind of feminist questions and all of those things weren't really part of the cultural conversation, not where I was from anyway. Um, we weren't talking about that around the kitchen table. But like, I remember going to my mother and being like, why did you change your name when you and dad got married? And, you know, um, because of like the whole like of, you know, whatever in, in the book. And I definitely think that book made me a feminist. Like it, 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 it gave me a language, I think, that I could articulate myself with. And it made me the person I am today. Like my first book was like, so inspired by The Handmaid's Tale. It was a feminist dystopian novel. Like I think if Ms. If Ms. Keane, I never said her name, <laughs> if Ms. Keane had, had not handed me that book, uh, I think, I don't know if I would be sitting here talking to you. You know, I think it it, it shaped, like something that she probably gave no, little or no thought to, just handed me a novel, you know, but like completely shaped like the path that my life would take. And, and sometimes I think being a teacher there must be such a joy in that. And there must also be like this sense of real responsibility that these very small little actions that you do can have such a large impact. Like, you know, the transformational role of teachers. When she handed you that book too, though, it must have been great knowing that she felt you were mature enough to read it. Yes. And I think, you know, because she was, as I said, the classes, the classes were challenging, you know, so she wasn't like, a teacher where you would like you wouldn't mess in her class you know like you know she took it seriously and she expected you to take it seriously so I think in a way there was a part of me that felt like really excited that she as you said thought I was mature enough but but also just that she saw me or that she was interested enough in me to think that I would enjoy this I know I remember handing in a piece of work that she felt wasn't up to standard and it really, the way in which she sort of approached that was, you're better than this. I expect more from you. And like, there's something so empowering about someone coming to you and not saying this work is terrible, but saying you're better than this. I expect more from you. Like, I, I just found that so encouraging, like so stimulating. Like it just, I, I found it really, I mean, this is what we're talking about. Teachers being inspirational. Like she made me want to be better. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, I, I still think of those classes really fondly. It's lovely. I must uh, tell you a story about my, my uncle. I was um, visiting him recently. He was a little bit ill. I was visiting him in Waterford Hospital and uh, he told me, so he was a teacher in Wexford, but he also set up a boxing club in Wexford and um, he sort of introduced uh, circuit training into boxing in Ireland. So he was kind of a, oh, wow. you know, a, an innovator. He coached uh, Billy Walsh, uh, who was the Irish coach who now is the coach of the U.S. Olympic team for oh, boxing. Wow. And he also coached Eddie Bulger, who is the coach for the German boxing team. Okay. And he said that uh, they had both rang him that week just to check how he was. Aww. And, you know, so he'd influenced them, you know, even in their careers, in their life, you know. Yeah. And, and another example, I was, at the weekend, I was talking to my sister about this podcast and she told me that uh, my auntie had gotten a letter from a writer who in America who was a columnist with The New Yorker. And she'd written an article about my auntie as her inspiration. Oh, no way. And, and, and you know, what was amazing is, is that it was, the, you know, it's through their life that these inspirational teachers have had yeah. that effect on them. I think yeah. everybody's got that, haven't they? Yeah. Everyone's no, got absolutely. And I suppose it's really lovely. Like it's just, but it's also such an important role. And I really... I really hope with this project that that will be, that that'll come to the fore, you know, that we'll really begin to 
celebrate these people, you know, who are doing what are often quite, you know, which is often quite a difficult job um, and who do it with such a sense of, oh, I don't know, with care and with mindfulness and with, uh, with patience and, and also with that sense of responsibility, which I just think is just so impressive. So this campaign is to remind ourselves of that and to, yeah. you know, celebrate those teachers. Is there something that, um, you know, we're, we're going asking people to send our submissions to us, to, to uh, teachersinspired.ie, but is there something that you will be looking out for? You're going to spend the next few weeks now looking at entries from people. To close it off, you know, because I think the important thing is that sometimes when you hear something like this, you feel as if the story has to be this teacher, like quite literally, like saved me from a car accident or something like very dramatic, where sometimes it can be something really small, like someone who just made you feel seen or who inspired a love of learning or who, you know, took those extra steps and to, I don't know, to encourage you or to help you feel supported or anything. Like, I think the, the point of this is that we want to hear stories, both little and large, um, uh, and to kind of keep, I suppose, the, the scope really open. I mean, I definitely feel after the year that we've had, it's lovely to hear stories about hope um, or to feel, I don't know, that like a, a time in which um, a teacher, I don't know, I keep coming back to that phrase, made you feel seen. Because I really think on a very human level, that's all any of us want. And so often, particularly when we're children, like we like to be seen by authority figures, like whether that's our parents or our teachers or like, you know, a leader in a church or, or whatever, you know, these kind of um, those kind of environments. And I think that it's really important that you have a teacher who acknowledges that all children are different um, and to celebrate those differences. So I think, you know, it would be wonderful to hear from, you know, people who have stories like that as well. So I, I suppose what I really hope with this project as well is that, you know, we're not, that it's not just because it's really important, obviously, to celebrate the teachers who are doing a brilliant job because there are so many of them out there. But I also think that, like, if I was someone who was thinking of becoming a teacher or if I was someone who was training to be a teacher, I would find it very motivating to see those kind of stories being collated, to have an understanding of the impact that a teacher can have on a person's life, as I said, in, in ways both, you know, small and large. And I think that would really spur me on to want even to want to become a teacher. And like education is such an important part of this country. Um, and I think that none of us could argue with the fact that like, you know, a well-educated um, population is just an integral part of I think a country's well-being and success so we want to ensure that like some of our best and our brightest think of teaching as like a viable option for them that it's something that like that they'll want to do um so I really hope that this um, project will inspire um you know aspiring teachers as well and you know you, you hit the nail on the head there you're saying it's not the teacher who got you an A it's the teacher that noticed you you know I remember when I did my leaving search and I was you know I was I was academic you know I was I was good in school but like I really struggled with maths um and I was doing past maths and I just was like oh well I just dropped out of it like I was really poor like I was just very it was my weak subject and my teacher Mr Nash um was was really like no Louise you can do this and like he really worked with me. And I remember when my results came in and I'd done really well in my in my exams. And my I was in Spain and my dad had to pick up my results and he phoned me and I said, how did I do? 
And he goes, I'm so proud of you. You got a C in maths. <laughs> and like, I was like, okay, but that's like my one pass subject. I, I, I need to know about the others. But he was like, I know that everything else you found easy. And he said, and I know this was the one subject that you didn't find easy. And he was like, and I know how hard you worked. And I know how hard, like, you know, Mr. Nash really tried to sort of push you. So it's not just, as I said, the teachers where you're like, oh, I got the A1 in honors, you know, English or whatever. That it was, you know, that a teacher who wouldn't let me give up even though it was very clear to both him and to me that like, this was not going to be, you know, I was never really going to excel in this area, but that he refused to sort of give up on me and really was like, no, you can do this. And so again, I suppose, it, as I said, it's not just the sort of the really, you know, what we would consider those like very impressive, you know, stories that also it can be the smaller victories um, that are just as inspiring in their own way as well. Exactly. And that's a very important point that we want to get across. It's not a competition. It's not like we're not trying to pick the best teacher in Ireland. These are just about how teachers inspired you and inspiring teachers. Yeah, exactly. And like that could be, as I said, a guidance counsellor or it could be just, you know, someone that just really, I don't know, as you know, just that you remember them. Because I think we all have so many teachers and I don't know anyone who doesn't say, I had this one teacher who was really kind to me. I had this one teacher who was really patient with me. I had this one teacher who really encouraged this. And those are the stories that we want to hear. So I'm so excited. I cannot wait to start reading them. I can't wait for the submissions. And I'm really looking forward over the next, every Thursday we'll be sharing those. As the stories come in, we'll be reading selections. And uh, I can't wait to share those with everybody. Yeah, same here. Louise and I look forward to sharing your inspiring stories every week from next Thursday. For all details on how to make a submission, go to our website, teachersinspire.ie. We look forward to seeing you next week. You're listening to the Teachers Inspire Ireland podcast.